Life is full of events that leave you stiff, sore, tight. Think of the feeling you get after a good stretch. Looser, lighter, maybe even happier. Let's lengthen our perspective in life and celebrate our accomplishments together. The But First Stretch podcast isn't just all about fitness. It's about actual people who are bettering their lives in our collective community. It's about coming together and getting inspired in your own life. It's for people who want to stretch their mind, body, and soul by tapping into their own potential and self-worth. And really cool down after the episode with a brief meditation that ties together the theme. Just a reminder, but first, stretch. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken, and welcome back to But First Stretch. If it's your first time listening, I'm so glad you're here. It means the world to me to have you listen. I love sharing other people's stories and, of course, jumping on to share some elements that I'm learning. My fall was jam-packed with marathon training. I got to complete my first marathon in seven years, let alone a personal best. The kids' events, soccer, dance, learning our new schedule. We started kindergarten this year in our family. And, of course, just finding balance in the beautiful journey of life, embracing heartaches like our dog passing and our first bout of stitches from a bike accident, while also stepping forward in this life with grace and hope. I'm looking forward to the guests I'll be having on the show, and I hope you'll enjoy. Today we'll be solo, tapping into the winter solstice and what it means for us. So the first portion of this podcast is the warm-up. And so let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. So this past weekend, I had the honor of leading a winter solstice yoga class and workshop at Yoga Home. It was truly beautiful, and I felt called to bring some of the takeaways to this podcast to everybody. In fact, every year I do a New Year's episode, and that was my first episode back in, I think I wrote it in 2019, but it was kind of aired for 2020. Um, My intention in this episode is that we maybe find a different kind of connection um, than we do with New Year's, but I'm really hoping to make this hands-on. And if you have a journal or two pieces of paper, feel free to grab them if you're driving or somewhere else. Maybe this is something you come back to later. And so this morning I was running in the chilly, it's very cold here in Pennsylvania, (laughs) dark morning with my headlamp and light vest. This is super cool, I know. But there was this feeling of calm. And as I was running, it was just very relaxing and it just reminded me how much we sometimes despise and hate the darkness, but it's also so important to honor the darkness, to slow down, especially now with holiday festivities and the hustle and bustle. If we give ourselves pause, can we forward, can our forward motion be filled with intention? So can our forward motion be filled with intention? So let's dive into the workout portion. So to begin, we have to discuss what is the winter solstice? Solstice is Latin for sun standing still. A few days around December 21st each year, the Earth's poles remain its maximum tilt away from the sun. So the sun travels the shortest path throughout the sky, making at the day with the least sunlight, and therefore the longest night. Cultures have celebrated this day, or we should say more correctly, dates. It's a few days for millennia. And the historian and social scientist in me is fascinated 
that many structures align with the sunrise on the winter solstice, including Newgrange in Ireland, Stonehenge in England, and Kakokia Woodhenge in Illinois. So this one's very close. And Machu Picchu, which is actually celebrating the summer solstice because it's in the southern hemisphere and they have opposite solstices as we do, just based on the earth and sun's position. And so I wanted to share, and please know this is a very limited study on how people around the world gather and celebrate at this time of year. And so a very famous one is Nordic cultures would throw a Yule log into the fire to celebrate the return of the sun on the solstice. It's really dark up in those Nordic countries like Norway and Sweden. Um, In Iran, Shababi Yalda has been celebrated since ancient times. And this is where people would gather, eat nuts and pomegranates, and sometimes stay up to greet the sun in the morning. The Tanji Festival in China, Japan, Korea, Vietnam, and other Eastern European countries has been celebrated for over 2,500 years, and it brings families together to celebrate the first day of winter. Um, Later in January, several northern Indian regions, like Punjab, celebrate Lori, which is the passing of the winter solstice with bonfires. And I love that a bonfire is still, when we look in this podcast, like the idea of light. Um, In the United States itself, indigenous cultures, such as the Hopi people of Arizona, have celebrated Soyal for over a thousand years, which is a ceremony to protect people as we enter the dark, cold winter months. So if you celebrate a holiday during this time, or not, you can still get around the idea that with a winter solstice, spring is coming. And we can dive deep inward and refocus our energy for the season or the year to come. So another element here is the astronomy behind the winter solstice is truly fascinating. And to be honest, I'm not an expert by any means. In fact, when we look at like the history of the winter solstice, this is my area of expertise. Um, But I do want to talk about how the winter solstice marks the time that the sun moves from Sagittarius into Capricorn. So Sagittarius reminds us that we can create our lives by moving, exploring, and seeking what we want to find. If we look into yoga and the chakras, Sagittarius relates to the sacral chakra and focuses on the hips and the thighs. And so this is where powerful poses like warriors really define this season. Many yoga practitioners will complete 108 sun salutations of different forms to move some energy in the body. And this is something that also happens at the summer solstice as well. Um, As we move into Capricorn, there is a desire to balance work and rest, making sure we can gather energy for the year ahead. But this allows us to create stability within us. And so Capricorn is connected to the root chakra and grounding, specifically the skeletal system. And in this episode, I would like to share two practices of the winter solstice that have aligned for me and aren't overly time sensitive. So this is something that, especially if you're someone who's not into New Year's resolutions, maybe this is a practice that you adopt Again, these podcasts are for you to use it or lose it. 
Um, so feel free to grab two pieces of paper or your journal. And if you need to do that, you can always pause this podcast if you need. The first activity, a piece of paper is ideal. So if you want to rip a page from your journal, I'm going to ask that you rip that page in half. So it'll be two half sheets of paper. And so on one half of the sheet, make a list of everything you want to release in your life. So make a list of everything that you want to release in your life. Is it stress, fear, regret? When I did this activity, my list consisted of not being good enough. Moving past injuries and fear of failure. And so take your time creating this list. You are welcome to pause. Traditionally in this practice, this list can be thrown into a fire. Burn everything away. I also like this because it reinforces the idea that we have to release to rise, which is the metaphor of the phoenix emerging from the ashes. However, you can always rip the paper up and throw it away. All right, so on the second half, the question is, what are you hoping for? Perhaps visualize something you are dreaming of or want to manifest in the coming six months to a year. Write down everything you're inviting in. For my examples, I said acceptance. Strength. So perhaps some take some time and pause again at this point of the podcast. And so traditionally with this list, you can bury the list to release all the things you're hoping for. And consider this the seeds to sprout over the next few months. So when you bury it into the ground, these are the seeds of intention you're hoping for in the next few months. My preference here is to fold it up and put it in a drawer so I can check back on it. So maybe this is something I need to release the solstice. Maybe I need to go out and actually physically do this. So the second practice that I want to share is a journal entry. And again, you can feel free to pause at any time to think, write, whatever you need. As we welcome the sun back into our lives, I would love for us to think of this beautiful concept of light. In darkness, we light a menorah, hang twinkling lights, find ways to illuminate our world. Can we be the light in this world. So my first question for you is what does light mean to you? What does light mean to you? My second question is what lights you up? What illuminates you? How do you remind others of their light? 
How do you remind others of their light? And finally, who reminds you of your light, of your radiance? Who in this world reminds you of your light? Maybe whenever you're ready, you can gently move your journal aside. We're going to have our cool down meditation. And today I'm going to lead you through an alternate nostril breathing, which is one of my favorite ways. I know it's more mindfulness and breath work, but I love how this is great for the nervous system and it's incredibly calming this time of year. After alternate nostril breathing, I'm going to leave, lead a little visualization for you. So it include a winter solstice prayer or poem. So let's get into a comfortable seated position in a chair or seated on the floor. So just allowing some part of your body to connect with the earth. Allow your spine to lift, maybe even roll the shoulders back a few times. Let the eyes close or lower down to the floor. We're going to bring your index and middle finger to your forehead. And so I'm right-handed, so I'll use my right hand. And just take a deep breath in. And take a deep breath out. And from here, we're going to take another inhale in. We're going to take our ring finger and gently close off the left side of the nostril, exhaling out the right side. Inhale in right side. Use the thumb, close off the right side, exhale out left. Inhale in left side. Close off the nostril, exhale right side. Inhale right side. Release left, exhale left side. Inhale left. Close off left, exhale right. Inhale right, close off, exhale left. Inhale left side, exhale right side. Continue with this on your own breath for about another minute or two. Just noticing each side. Maybe start to notice the mind relaxing. As you start to turn inward, 
as you start to focus on your breath. Perhaps noticing the belly rise and fall. And from here, we're going to complete one more round each side. And whenever you complete the round, release the hands down. So maybe they touch the thighs gently. And just take a breath in and take a breath out. And start to allow the breathing just to come back to normal, keeping the eyes closed. And from here, bring your awareness to the part or the parts of your body that is connected to the floor. So your feet, your legs, your glute muscles. And here start to visualize roots, like tree roots, growing from the body parts that are connected to the floor. And they are growing down into the earth. Down all the way down. And begin to unwind your roots at the core of the earth. And breathe deeply into the body and feel the earth completely supporting you. You're welcome to stay here, continuing to breathe, continuing in stillness. You're welcome to slowly flutter the eyes open. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of But First Stretch. I hope you enjoyed the conversation on the winter solstice and you liked the episode give me a like thumbs up and five star reviews always helpful i hope you have a wonderful day